Welcome back to another episode of This World Sucks. We are your hosts, Grace and Julia, and today we are here to talk about global warming on an international and generational level. Did you know that the temperatures have gotten hotter and hotter over the years due to global warming? Though this may be debatable due to some people's beliefs, the increase of CO2 in the air is causing a greenhouse gas effect that slowly increases the Earth's crust, a process we know as global warming. Global warming has been happening since the Industrial Revolution. During this time, in the 1700s Britain, people were starting to discover a material called coal. Coal is an earth-made substance that is found deep underground. It is used to produce energy and heat. Today, coal is one of the three main fossil fuels used to produce energy for the world population. These other two fossil fuels consist of crude oil and natural gas which are both found in gasoline. When using these substances to produce energy, much CO2 is emitted. This is considered a greenhouse gas because it essentially traps the heat from the sun's radiation in our atmosphere, creating a warm blanket around the earth, which is what increases the earth's temperature so rapidly. The earth's average temperature has increased about 1.5 degrees Fahrenheit since the year 1800, Now, that may not seem like a lot, but even this little change has a drastic effect on the Earth's ecosystems and biomes. During the first part of this podcast, we are interviewing two individuals who have traveled outside the United States and have seen global warming effects on different areas of the Earth. These two interviewees will answer some questions involving their personal opinion on global warming and how they have changed, along with who they believe should be responsible for the cleanup of climate control. Our second act will consist of two more individuals who are from different generations. These two people will tell us what they know about global warming and how their opinions have changed over the years. They will also tell us how affected they believe they are by global warming. Overall, we are trying to see how different people over the planet are affected by global warming and if people of different generations have different opinions. In the first part of our podcast, we'll have the opportunity to speak with a married couple who have traveled far and wide across the globe, from Nicaragua all the way to Russia. It's evident that global warming has affected our country as a whole. According to the Washington Post, due to global warming, icebergs in Antarctica are beginning to melt, causing water to rise dramatically above sea level. This water is not only rising in the Arctic, but in America as well. Is this just a coincidence, or is it payback to the U.S. for emitting so many greenhouse gases into the atmosphere? Even with our country contributing to the power of global warming, we aren't the only ones hard at work sucking the life out of our planet. Many other countries around the world, both developed and developing, have caused global warming to be as big of a problem as it is. Let's see what our interviewees have to say about this. First up, we would like to welcome Drew and Jen Denzen. So first, if I could just have you guys state your name and and your occupation. Okay, so I'm Jen Denzen, and I am a teacher at Selene High School. And I'm Drew Denzen, I'm a science teacher at Selene High School. Thank you. And what countries have you guys visited? Oh my. (laughs) Um, I can probably go first while you can think of yours. I have been to Russia, I have been to Kenya, I've been to Thailand, I've been to Egypt, been to Canada, been to Mexico, been to France, I think, and Ecuador. I think those are the... Wow. Okay, and 
have been to those places with the exception of Russia. I've not been there. <laughs> and I have been to um, Nicaragua and Haiti and China and Peru. Australia. And Australia and New Zealand. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your current opinion on global warming? So I think that global warming is a real concern for the world, the earth, all of its inhabitants, animals, nature, all of it. And I'm concerned that we're not doing enough to combat some of the effects and we're just increasing the harm. Have your opinions or views changed on global warming since you visited the countries that you mentioned? I think seeing, going and living in Kenya and seeing subsistence farmers and having droughts while we were there, maybe not correlated to climate change, but being able to see the effects on other populations that maybe are, are much more susceptible to <clears throat> the effects of it. So if we have drought, it doesn't really impact me. I still go to the store and buy food. It's there. It's maybe more expensive, but I'm not going to starve from it. Mm -hmm. And seeing these other areas, it certainly um, only strengthened my... Um, view of it. Um, you know that you guys have been to a lot of developing countries, especially you, Mrs. Denson, because with seeing your capstone traveling to mm -hmm. Haiti and a bunch of different places where um, the countries, some of them are struggling with their um, adaptations. Have you really seen, I guess, a stronger or even a lesser um, interpretation of global warming there based on the fact that they're not as developed as other countries and don't have as many maybe factories or places that could um, help with the CO2 emissions being released. Yeah, so I think in that respect, like the, the, I have like a, I could talk to you forever about that. <laughs> um, but I think definitely in places in the developing world where they're struggling to meet basic human needs like access to water and food and shelter, um, there's not as much time to be put into thinking about the larger global impacts of actions and companies and the ways that, that they're doing things. And so it's easy to come in from the outside and say, oh my gosh, like all of this pollution and all of this, like all of the plastics that are going into the oceans and right, it's, a, it's easy to be judgmental about it, but mm -hmm. kind of reframing how you think about it, realizing that the general population might not be employed, they don't have secure housing, they don't have um, access to healthcare, like all of those issues take precedence. And so it's just kind of rethinking the levels of, you know, comfort, safety and health in, in different places. Mm -hmm. So, but in the same respect, a lot of the places that I've visited, they actually really value the environment. They value their natural resources and they see that as something that they can benefit from, um, especially if it's connected to tourism or people coming to, like take advantage of what is naturally available to them. And so in that respect, you kind of have both sides of it. And it's a little bit of a challenge to kind of tease that out, right? Like in the Galapagos, they need you to come in order to maintain all of the, the developing work that they're doing to try to maintain those ecosystems, right? So they need people to come, but they also need it to be resource rich and also, um, so there's like a kind of a battle between that. So, great point. Have you seen Mr. Dunson in more of the developed countries that you've been to, like Russia, mm -hmm. um, Kenya, those places that have a lot more machinery factories that can emit the CO two? Have you seen a lot more of a um, kind of problem with global warming there? 
I think there, there's so much tied to the economy that it's sort of still pitted as, you know, we can't shut these factories down because then we lose jobs. So the emissions from that I seem to sort of be second fiddle to being able to sort of grow their economies. Um, to be honest, Russia was back when I was in high school. And so I think climate change even then was sort of floating around. But I think that the, the economic value that these jobs have, I think, seems to sort of supersede the impacts that those jobs may um, <clears throat> may create in terms of emissions. As discussed by the Densons, global warming looks much different in other countries than it does in America. In America, we have an ongoing problem that is getting all this publicity, yet not much is being done to help it. It's as if we're too much talk and not enough do. It was interesting yet heartbreaking to learn that there are some developing countries where global warming, in fact, is not their biggest concern. Surviving in and of itself is. On the other end of the spectrum, in developed countries, global warming is still a substantially large issue, yet for a different reason. We learned that the CO2 emissions are so often linked to economic concerns, such as working in factories or driving your car to work. In other words, keeping your job in those developed places is more important than keeping the country clean. So in sum, our entire world is feeling the effects of global warming and are being hit hard with changes in daily life. It's just a matter of which countries have the resources, time, and confidence to make a change. Fixing global warming is starting to become Generation Z and Millennials' issue. Today we have two interviewees from different generations to see how their opinions differ and how they are the same. We will ask the individual from each from the baby boomer generation if her opinion on global warming has changed at all during her lifetime and see how concerned she is about this threat. Following her, we will ask an individual from Generation Z about her opinion on global warming and how much she knows about it, along with how threatened she feels she is. My first interviewee is Elizabeth Munn, who is a member of the baby boomer generation and a relative of Grace Munn. Um, could you state your name and your occupation? Elizabeth Munn, retired teacher. Thank you. And in two to three sentences, how much do you know about global warming? I know not too much about global warming other than its importance that we address it as a nation and that during the Trump administration, it was not addressed as a nation. And do you know your par- what your parents' view of global warming was? If they had I one? Don't, I don't believe that since I'm going to be 73, that during the life of my parents, there was much talk or much that was known about global warming warming so i don't remember ever having a discussion with them on that topic um do you think your view of global warming has changed or adapted over the years no i i would say i still understand the importance of global warming and that it depends on our nation to address it in a positive way rather than to uh, think that it's not important. And in school, like in college or high school, did you learn? Did they teach you about global warming at all? I was in college in 1966 and in school 
the 12 years prior to that. And I don't ever remember discussing global warming. Doesn't mean that we didn't, but it certainly doesn't light light a light bulb in my mind, no. And you said you were concerned about global warming. Are you doing anything to improve your green footprint, which is how you, like, use the materials that earth gives you i know that the years that i was in at school as a teacher which was just in the past i mean i i just am no longer a teacher this year um that our school was a green school an elementary school and um we had a committee that worked on that 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 included teachers and students at the elementary level, and we always earned that certification of a green school as we proceeded through the school year. And what am I doing personally to help um, with uh, with global warming? Um, I don't know. Is uh, certainly. Recycling? No. Does recycling have anything to do with that, Grace? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, of course, our village of Pinckney has recycling. And um, my school also has recycling where we turn in all our papers and magazines, etc., and we get money for that. Um, Our church does recycling of styrofoam and other forms of things for our coffee hours and our church dinners. And I think most of my family members recycle and also um, yard waste and things like that. And I have a brother who uh, takes his food, etc., and uses it for fertilizer. What is that called? I can't remember what that's called when you take your foodstuffs that you don't eat and you let them out, put them outside in um, whatever cubicle and let them sort of um, uh, turn into what needs to be used for the garden. Uh, composting. Thank you. You're That's exactly what Uncle Gary does is compost. Yeah. Well, that was all the questions I have. And thank you very much for your time. Our next interviewee here with us today is Celine High School junior Megan O'Neill to discuss more on the topic of global warming. Megan, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Now, Megan, you're part of the Gen Z community, is that correct? That's correct. And you do have some previous knowledge of global warming, correct? Somewhat, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what right now is your current understanding of this crisis that's taking our country by storm? Well, I know about greenhouse gases. Um, like carbon dioxide, methane, and I know that like energy use by humans and like land use and stuff is something that emits those greenhouse gases as well as like burning coal um, and other natural resources like that. Um, And then I know climate change or global warming, I mean, as a whole causes like changes in weather, like severe changes in weather, which I know can be bad. So that's probably the extent of my knowledge. Okay, now do you know if your view on global warming aligns with your parents' views? I would say so. As far as I know, I would say my views align with my parents. Um, 
we don't really talk about the issue as a family like a lot so I'm not sure like the extent of their knowledge but like I would say probably yes okay I feel like that's the same kind of boat that most kids are in with their parents you know it's not so much a topic that they bring up to talk about too much I would agree just something that they kind of see on the news every Mm -hmm. now and then well great and are you at all concerned right now about global warming and are you really doing anything to help improve your green footprint to be honest I am somewhat concerned about global warming probably I feel like I should be more concerned about it um and I don't really do like a whole lot to help like contribute to stopping the problem um but I feel like one thing about it is it's kind of hard to like acknowledge the problem or be so concerned about it like you mentioned how um it's kind of an issue that you see on the news but you don't really get to see it directly impact you or like in the community we live in like I don't know anyone who is personally like impacted by it like someone who works in like the coal industry or the oil industry who would be impacted by it so I think that's kind of how I look at the issue. Okay, so it's kind of more for Gen Z, we aren't getting as much information, we're not being taught as much as maybe previous generations have on this topic because it's seen as not really that much more important as an issue when in reality it's starting to get worse. Right, and I feel like it also has to do with like where you live and stuff and the climate that you live in, you know, that could impact how you view it. For sure. And there are any, any final thoughts that you'd like to share with us today? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for your input on this topic. You're welcome. Thank you. As you can see, there is a great difference between knowledge of generations when it comes to the topic of global warming. This may be due to the education of the fact, their opinion on the topic, or their parents' points of views. In the older generation, they were not as concerned about it because they were focused on making energy from the cheapest material, which consequently was fossil fuels. However, they did not know the impact that they were making at the time. We cannot blame any generation for the situation we are in now, because as you can see, everyone is concerned and trying to make a difference for the good. As we have been able to learn, global warming is a major issue. The perspective of global warming has not only changed from country to country, but also from generation to generation. From the Denson's interview, we were able to learn that in other countries, global warming is taking a similar form to America's, yet for other unintentional reasons. From Megan's interview, we learned that Gen Z may not know as much about global warming as we first thought. That again, we all do the talk about fixing global warming, but we don't actually do anything about it. From Elizabeth's interview, we also learned that parents and teachers back in the 1900s didn't talk much about global warming. Yet now it has become such a big issue that she's able to address it with students at her school. While we discuss this important issue here today, we wanted to thank you all for tuning in. We hope that you enjoy learning about how perspectives of global warming can change for a multitude of reasons, and we hope that you have useful information that you can now use to make the world a greener place. This is Julianne Grace from This World Sucks, signing off.